If you don't think there's hope for the world, why bother going on? You haven't seen the world, so you don't know. You keep going for family. I'm not family. No. Your cargo. Hello, folks, and welcome to a brand new review episode of Words from Blurs. I am JT, and the other person saying Blurs is, as you know, a do. What the hell is going on? Twenty twenty three. Yeah, yeah. What's up? This is the the first um episode of twenty twenty three. Uh, it's also Black History Month. Uh, I was gonna only... say it sounds very appropriate. Yeah, yeah, we're only a few weeks away from our fourth anniversary. Yes, fourth, fourth anniversary of uh, Words from Words. Yeah, because we, I think we, what did we do our uh, first review? Our first review was on Black Panther, so Black yes. History Month, it all kind of comes full circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know, I'm, I've got an idea. I do want to do something for that. I have an idea. I'm kind of uh kicking it around in my head how i want to want to make it work i don't want to say anything until it's solid though but i i do have an idea i want to do something uh for that because i you know we did something last year and the year before like the year before we did our top 10 not the year before but the year before that top 10 favorite black films so i, I want to do another thing but yeah i'm still trying to figure out what i want to do but yeah i'll, I'll let you know, okay. know as soon as i figure it out all right, very mysterious, very mysterious. Okay, folks, we're clearly not here to listen about our future plans. You're here to listen to our thoughts on HBO's The Last of Us. Yeah, yeah, the, the hit new show to HBO and HBO Yes, the, adapt, the adaptation of the, what was it, 2012 video game? Was it 2012? I believe it's 2013. 2013 video game, uh, The Last of Us. Which is, I guess, now you can call it Last of Us Part One. Yeah, they can, they've remastered that joint twice already. Because it's because it's it's the cash cow that keeps on giving. It is. It's it, it's a great game. Um, I don't. Uh, I have to think about whether or not it's my one of my favorite games ever. But I love the game. I actually I replayed both uh the Last of Us and the Last of Us Part Two. I want to say a few months before. The Last of Us, the show premiered, and they they they're both they're great they're great games. I genuinely enjoy both of them. Um, I know parts is a little controversial due to some story choices, but me personally, I really like it. Um, uh, I know you haven't played part two yet, right? I have not. I was waiting until this this series ended so that I could play because I have God of War. I, I just finished God of War. But I'm playing Miles Morales now. I have Ghost of Tsushima. So as soon as this, like the actual series ends, I will get into part two. Okay. Okay. Cool. I, I'll I'll ask you later <laughs> what you thought of God of War because I I love the hell out of Ragnarok. So I'm curious about. Oh my god. Yeah. So I don't I don't want to I don't want to go too much into it right now because we we do gotta talk about the Last of Us. But um. But yeah. Okay. Let's go. So, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Uh, in this episode, we're gonna be covering the first two episodes of the Last of Us. And uh, yeah, man, I got to say, this might wind up being my favorite show of 2023. It's a little early to say, but that's how much I'm enjoying it. 
And who would have thought it would have been a video game adaptation? The video game adaptations, I mean, as of late, they've been pretty decent. I mean, we've had Sonic, um, we won't talk about Uncharted, but The Last of Us is, I think it falls in the pantheon of great video game adaptations. And I think it's the first that, well, I think, but not the first, because I guess Resident Evil is the first to have a series based on it. But this is the first to really dive deep into some serious subject matter and to just really invest because Resident Evil movies and the this, this series are very lacking in story and it shows um, just like the games. Uh, not quite as bad as the games. The games have some story, but the adaptations we've received over the years have not been up to par. So for The Last of Us to be, what, I guess a 10-year-old IP at this point, to have a show with the likes of Pedro Pascal who is very hot right now. He's the Mandalorian. He was in Wonder Woman 84. God bless his soul. Um, he's He was in Game of Thrones, so he's back at HBO uh, having success. And this show is, I mean, it, it like you said, it's a fucking hit series. It is. I mean, it's and it's very popular. It's very popular. People really seem to love it. Um, this might wind up being the best video game adaptation ever honestly um the casting is great you have uh pedro pascal as joel um bella ramsey as ellie bella ramsey as ellie um you even got uh nico parker as sarah who even though her role is pretty short she made a huge impact in the short time she was on and if you and if if she looks familiar to you it's because she is the daughter of Thandiwa Newton. Yeah, I was kind of, I was kind of shocked when I found out, but then I was like, I mean, I shouldn't really be that shocked. She looks exactly like her, actually. Yeah, I, I was like, why does she look so familiar? I mean, she's a little. I mean, I guess her hair is was really it's much more lighter. She's a little more lighter, but she's got her mother's acting chops, absolutely, and the American accent. I mean, I. If I didn't know she was British, I would have assumed she was American. Yeah, um, apparently her first major role was uh the Dumbo reboot, which uh oh, you know oh. yeah with um, the Tim Burton joint. Yeah, the Tim Burton joint. He, yeah, yeah. No, we don't talk about that. We don't talk about Bruno. We don't talk about Dumbo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, but yeah, man. Uh, every all every single performance is just. Everyone's oh. is is perfectly cast, perfectly cast, um, and they kind of elevate their characters from what they were in the video game. They elevate them a little more emotionally. Um, Joel and uh, Sarah, who's his, who you know is his daughter, that is a little more. That's more fleshed out. You get to in the game. You saw the the I guess the event. I don't know which, what it's called. You saw the event happen through Sarah's eyes, but like this, you get to see it from like dusk till dawn, and it's like, wow, it's this is really the story of a father who's lost so much in a short span of time. Yeah, it really does what you would want an adaptation to do, which is translate the story to screen. But at the same time, it expands on things that you would want them to expand on. I mean, even like the, right. the very first scene of the first episode, right? It's at which it starts in a way that I never would have expected. 
you know it's like this retro like i don't know probably like 70s or something like that uh uh it's like a not really a news program maybe like a debate type program you know something you might yeah. watch on cnn or something it's, it's, it's a talk show yeah, yeah talk show talk show basically and they're talking about um cordyceps education the, yeah the, the mushrooms that basically cause the um the 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 the, the well i get yeah it's a virus right uh the, the yeah, they basically yeah they basically ran down the perfect conditions as into it as to which fungi can grow out of control mutate and somehow inhabit and infect living hosts which of course was not possible before but they kind of incorporate um global warming being the perfect catalyst for it and you know it kind of just leads us into uh it being something that can transfer from food sugars flowers it's it's that's, truly beautiful that's really what makes it so creepy because you know have you ever seen like video of like cordyceps in real life taking over ants i have and it's quite scary yeah and like that that added realism almost you know it creeps you out even more um it, it's it's pretty i even saw a news item um that that uh said uh increasing global temperatures are causing certain dangerous fungi to spread and i was like uh oh <laughs> is this uh is this like viral marketing for the show like what's going on here you know but um but yeah man so i i really like how they're expanding on it like you even you get to spend more time with sarah in the show that they don't do so much in the game because with the game you know they don't want to make it too long because you know you don't want to lose the uh the gamers attention you know it's very action based you know they're focused on the story but with the show you got more time to focus on things that you wouldn't be able to expand upon in the game so i really think the way they did that is really dope yeah you really got to buy that sarah loved uh loved her father and this was just a regular day where she it was his birthday and she was just wanting to do something nice for him you know you get to see, you got to see her everyday life as well as uh joel's uh, uh, a small sliver of Joel's everyday life. They allude to Joel being in the service. Uh they allude to um uh you know, wait, no, it was uh it was Tommy that was in the service. Are we sure it wasn't Joel as well? I what? think I it thought was... it was both of them. No, no, no. They, well, I mean, uh, it's a little further ahead, but it was it was it was they stated very clearly that it was Tommy. They don't say it in like the first two episodes, but later on they say it's Tommy. But uh, I, I want to say in, in a future episode, hold on, in a future episode, and I'm not going to spoil, it's not a spoiler, but Joel does say he used to fly in like fighter jets. Remember? What, remember? What? No, wasn't it? The, wasn't he talking about commercial planes? Was it a commercial plane? I thought, it I'm, like I'm, a fighter jet. I'm like 80% sure he was talking about like regular flights, like just flying in regular airplanes. Like I'm 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 like 80% sure that's what he was talking about. Oh, well shit. I my apologies. Well then. But yeah, yeah like you said, they're expanding on uh they're expanding on character beats, you know, stuff that may not have been um touched on in the game. You know, and you know, of course the uh the the event, I guess if you want to call it that happens and shit goes in south 
fast. That's fast. It happens. So, you know what's crazy? If you're paying attention, the whole first episode, there's little foreshadowing things. Like, you hear news um, pieces going on in the background. Like, they're talking about it. You see little things, like, in class. You see that kid with the twitching hand. Um, little old little, ladies um, having fucking whole body that, seizures and strokes. Bruh. That scene where uh, Sarah was like getting a movie and then in the background out of focus, you see the grandma's like twitching and stuff. Yo. That might be my favorite scene of, of 2023. If I was making like a list of uh, top 10 scenes of 2023, that would be on that joint. That was so well done. The way it was out of focus and you just, you, you could almost, if you're not paying attention, I mean, eventually you're going to see it because of how long they stay on her. But I, I just, I love the way they did that. Like, the directing in this show was crazy, too. Yeah, the director, I mean, this this show is um, Showran, I forget his name, but it's the guy who did Chernobyl for HBO a couple of years ago, and that show has such huge acclaim. So when they put him on this, he made sure that they had A-list talent in front of and behind the camera. I don't know if this is I don't think this is Neil Druckmann's episode, the first one, but Neil Druckmann, I do, I do believe he directed this second episode. Neil Druckmann, if you don't know, he is the, I guess, creative director of For Naughty Dog and specifically um, Last of Us video games. I'm, I'm glad they have him back there too. Like they have him basically. as a consultant as well. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. And then, I mean, if you've been paying attention to Naughty Dog. I mean, this is kind of the direction they've been going in for a while now. I mean, look at later Uncharted games and, of course, The Last of Us. Like, it, it feels like they've been wanting to basically make movies and shows for a while now. Uncharted 4 is damn near a movie. Uncharted 4 is like a, a dry run for uh That's the a Last modern Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, it really is. Great game, by the way. I love Uncharted. I love all the Uncharted games, but Uncharted 4 is like, wow. Top tier. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, man, and yeah, it's crazy how fast shit goes. Like planes are crashing. Um, they they really translate. That's the 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 scene in the game where um you're you know you're driving in the car and everything, and like shit is it's like one to one. Like there's clips on Twitter and stuff like comparing the scenes from the game to side the scenes, by side. That shit uh, is crazy to the show. Yeah, and it's it's exact damn near. Um, but yeah, man, and oh, oh my God, the effects on the actual—I uh, mean, what do you want to call them? I guess uh, the the well, the runners, because we don't see the clickers in the first episode, but the runners, like the little tendrils in the mouth and everything. Oh my God, the oh. physical effects. Yeah, this but I know the budget. I love is crazy. practical. The budget is crazy on this show, man. And shit, you would have thought because HBO's been doing a lot of cutting. HBO didn't want to invest a whole lot, but they said they didn't. No, they no, didn't no. cut on this. They didn't cut on this. I think they, they sure really, didn't. You know what? I, I part of me is like, you know what? HBO was probably like, look, everyone loves House of Dragon, <laughs> House of the Dragon. Yeah, I, I used to say House of Dragon all the time. Made more sense than House. Of, it's longer. It's so much to come out of the mouse. House of what? the Dragon. It's, it, House of the whatever. House of Dragons. They was like, okay, we need something to fill in time until House of the Dragon comes back. So, you know, this is, you know, this is what they got. And it's definitely, it, it'll, it'll tie you over until House of the Dragon comes back. Um, this is what, yeah. this, this series is only eight episodes, right? 
I think it is. I thought it was ten, but it might be eight. I don't. I don't know. Ten, eight. Wow. I mean, just the amount of time we have with these characters. I'm so invested. Like, I haven't watched episode four because by this time, episode four is out. I haven't seen it yet. I literally just watched episode three last night, and wow. But um, the just just in the first two episodes, you you like. You buy that Joel is this jaded guy. You buy that Ellie, you know, is somebody who's been who's bounced around a lot, who doesn't know where she is, why she is, what she is. And apart from the budget being so huge on this show, it's it's the writing, it's it's the diving deep and these actors really embracing these characters and really taking on a life of uh these characters taking on a new life that's was not in the video game. That was in the video game, but it, like you said, is expanded upon profusely. And even when they deviate from the games, it's really good, at least so far. I don't have any complaints about uh, times when they deviate from the game because... Um, not at all. For example, uh, in the game, it started in 2003, but in the show, it starts in 2013, and then they um, they flash forward 20 years. So it's basically... Wait, what? You messed it up. You said oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Ten the, years. Get, yep. Ten years. My bad. Ten, yeah. Yeah. yeah you so, said so in the game, the, the game it started in two thousand three. It was reverse. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. My my mistake. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but yeah, and they fast forward ten years, and like this is the first major deviation from the game. Because um, they like start out with this kid, I'm, you, know, uh, you know, in the in the middle of nowhere, and then he goes to the quarantine zone, and um, I'm, you know, I'm I'm not gonna go like beat for beat everything that happens in the scene, y'all, you know, but um, you know, and I'm just saying that as an example of them deviating from the game and it being really good, because you're like, oh man, what's gonna happen with this kid? Um, Fedra's got him. Fedra, which is the uh, basically for those that don't know, like the the military, um what's the word i'm looking for dictatorship system kind of in place uh that controls all the quarantine zones and they're like oh you know they're gonna help this kid and the very next scene they're burning bodies and this and you said earlier joel is um what you what did you call joel uh what did i call him uh what did i say what did i, I say I... what whatever you said it wasn't enough joel was cold man after Sarah oh he's a cold-hearted killed, bastard Yo, he threw that dead kid in the in the in the in the in the fire pit like it was like just you know like it was a sack of rice or something like my pop would say just he just tossed him in there I'm like damn like you ain't even like tearing up or like nothing he just cold hearted right now bro you know but yeah I mean that's the that's shit. where Joel but it's is been right twenty now. twenty years of that shit you know Joel's had to do a whole lot of dirty shit to survive you can tell that. Just within those first few, you know, minutes of the present day, Joel, you could tell Joel's had to do some, some serious, like dirty shit to get by and to survive and live life the way he kind of wants to. That that means he's had to cut off his emotions and and be, like I said, a cold-hearted bastard. Yeah. Oh, right, right. The the show started in two thousand three, not twenty thirteen. My mistake. Yeah, yeah. That got it. But um. But yeah, man, you're right. You're right. So, you know, and we see, and even 
They have, uh, did you know, I want to know if you knew that, did you know that the person playing Marlene was also the voice actress in the game? Really? You had, you didn't know? Hold on. Yeah. That's not that's, true. Yes, that's true. The person playing Marlene in the show was also her voice actress. You're sure... Bruh, I looked it up. They said it. They said it in um the little, you know, after the show they have they talk about oh, you know, a little behind the scenes stuff. They said it there too. It's it's her. It's definitely her. Which I thought was really cool because it's like uh, she's literally Marlene. It's Marlene from the game wow. in the show. And it's a one-to-one trait. Like it's it's yeah, that's Marlene, you know. Uh, it's it's like she's playing her in the game again, you know, and I thought that was really cool of them to do. And then there's other people who did voices in the game that pop up in the later in the show too. But um, you're not right. there yet. But yeah, but she's one of them. And I thought that was she did a great job too, you know, playing Marlene. It was it was like putting on an old pair of shoes again, clearly for her. Um, I really like Marlene. She <laughs> Marlene's badass. Like that scene where um, her and the and her homegirl was like they was talking um talking about. What they're gonna do with Ellie and who's gonna transport her? And she was like, "Girl, you don't even have an ear. Like, what are you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> this hey, she sure me, bro. did. Because how you how you gonna travel? You got one ear, bro. Come on, be serious. Yo, that shit took me out. But yeah, Mar- Marlene is is definitely a badass. Who you know, if if the games are any you know, uh, well, hell, they're deviating from the games. Would it make sense? But if the games are any inkling, you know, that first episode is not the last we'll see of Marlene. Clearly, I mean, obviously, because there's there's they don't there's nothing that happens, you know, where you're like, oh my god, is she dead? You know, no, she just took on fire and she needed y'all to run with a girl while she gave you cover. And you know, um and the at the end of the episode, you know, they sneak out of the QZ and you know. Uh, the second episode. The second episode's cold open. Hold on, very... hold on. We 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 skipped over someone very important. Tess. Oh, we did? oh, almost forgot about Tess. Uh, what what's the name of the actress? I know I've seen her in Anna Torv. Anna Torv. I've seen her somewhere. I can't I can't think of her right now. But yeah, she did a great job as Tess. Um, Tess. I have Hunter. to say, yeah, that's probably where I saw her. I have to say this about Tess in the game. They didn't give us a lot of tests and they don't give us, they give us more here than they did in the game. Um, well, not a whole lot. Yeah, it's not, it's still not a whole lot, but it's, it's fine. She serves her purpose, but I think in the short time uh, we see her, she did a great job. Um, yeah, you and, get to I mean, understand honestly, that she and Joel are partners in the, and the shit that they live in now. Yeah, and honestly, that actress is such a great actress. I have a feeling we'll probably see her again in like flashbacks or something. Yes, I would agree. Um, yeah, I mean, when we first see Tess, she's getting beat the shit out of, and she has a whole fucking black eye. And the guys, she's like, "Okay, okay, the, my guys didn't know who you were," and they're like, "The guy who owns the the gangsters." Who are beating Tess the fuck up? He's afraid of letting her go because of Joel. He's Joel has gotten that much of a reputation throughout these twenty years, you know, since the event started. Um, 
motherfucking gangsters and and I don't I wouldn't say loan sharks, but um skeezy guys are are afraid of Joel. Which really I, I that's really why I thought, you know, he was possibly in the military because he must have some type of training where he could just fuck people up. Or maybe he got um... from his brother. I, I understand why, yeah, but I mean, come on, I, I, you know, some some niggas, you just, you know, some people, you just, you know, you know, they just know how to. You fight. just don't fuck with Debo. You just exactly. don't fuck with Debo. Exactly, he might just be that guy. You know, he's that guy you don't you don't mess with. And it, I mean, twenty years of living in the apocalypse. I mean, you know, he probably trained. You know, he picked up some training somewhere. You look, you got to be a bad motherfucker to to survive twenty years in in this kind of an apocalypse. So, I mean, they might just be scared of Joel off top. You know, as they should be, as they should be, and you know, we get to see he's very much a protector. And so, if you're fucking with somebody he's protecting, well, you best be, you know, on your shit. Otherwise, that's a bullet to the brain. And um, speaking of people that we haven't touched fully on, um, this I, I keep forgetting this actress's name. Ellie. What's the actress? Oh, Bella Ramsey. Bella Ramsey? Bella Ramsey, yeah. It's a little, it's actually a little Game of Thrones reunion with Bella Ramsey and Pedro Pascal. But yeah, Bella Ramsey. I, I, I don't know. I wasn't so sure about her casting only because to, to me personally, I was like, I mean, no, I, she's a good actress. I don't know. She just doesn't look like Ellie to me. But I was like, I'll, I'll just I'll wait and see before I form an opinion. She embodies Ellie fully. Perfectly. I, I, feel, I feel silly for even even doubting it. She she's Ellie. She is Ellie. Like the swearing, the the being being annoying, the the the, the puns. You know, see, I she's see her, 19 I see years old. Yeah, yeah. And Ellie is supposed to be 15, 15 in the show. Um, and yeah, man, I, I like Bella Ramsey's Ellie. I think she's doing a great job so far. I could I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. Um uh she definitely has that swearing down. She has that kind of she's fearless. She's fearless as Ellie to me. She hasn't really let she's very curious. And she seems to be very prone to violence, but violence also seems to like put a, like a spark in her for some reason. I don't know. Like at the end of what is this? The end of episode one, you see. I don't think she's afraid of what Joel is doing. I just think she's like she's invigorated by it in a weird way. Um, they said in. You know how after the show they have those little behind the scenes things, right? Yeah. So I think the guy who maybe is a showrunner, he actually addressed that and he said that when Ellie saw Joel did that do that, um the feeling Ellie is expressing is like she thinks it's like cool, like, oh man, this this is this this guy is like protecting me, like, oh, this is badass, you know. And he said they did that to show the contrast between Ellie thinking you know the violence is cool versus sarah who if you remember when joel whacked the the old neighbor with the the monkey wrench which was hilarious by the way uh you know um sarah was horrified so you know it was kind of a contrast between the two characters and their reactions as far as you know um people that joel would protect 
Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. The, the first episode was an amazing pilot. Episode two, that cold open. Oh my God. That cold open in episode two was almost like a, a mini movie in itself. You know, it, it starts in um Indonesia. And you know, you got the you got right. the, the the scientist lady who's know, just they, sitting down having coffee. Just eat, just eating having coffee, breakfast. Eating regular chilling. day. By the way, what did she have for breakfast? Do you remember? Hell if I know. I, I mean okay. I think it was pastry, I think. Oh, yeah, that's why I was asking, because if it was a pastry, it might have been curtains for her. You know. Do you know why? Oh yeah. Of course. You you so you know about you know about the bread theory. I mean, I guess it's I not mean, even I mean, really, I just watched episode 3. Right, right. So I guess it's not even really a theory anymore. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So and I like the way they did that too. So in that cold open, they basically talk about how it even began to spread. Because uh in it, there was the, I guess in some kind of incident in the bread factory, which by the way, I guess the largest not even sorry, not bread factory. I think it's a flour factory, I believe. Um, they said and, flour and sugar. Yeah, flour and sugar, which I mean, that's in literally everything. So yeah, that, that'll that'll start an apocalypse real quick. But there was like some infected people there, and that's how quickly it's that's how it spread. You know, so that day, if you ate a donut or something, that was it. It was a wrap. You were infected, um, which is crazy. You know, through the food supply, damn, bro. You know, but that's yeah, man, that it. was. Oh my God, that cold open was just—it was perfect. It was perfect. Like it was nerve wracking. It was. It was. And it, it, was, felt it, was like, it felt like an episode of Chernobyl. It yeah yeah um forgive me I I don't know what language they were speaking exactly whatever language they speak in Indonesia uh, Filipino but, uh, Filipino thank you I think it was Filipino um, yeah thank you um but uh uh the the whole scene it was subtitled it was great um the the tension the way you saw the scientists like. When she, when it dawned on her how serious the situation was, when when they said there was like how many she like said, 13, 13 people missing or something like that, and like her hands she started said it shaking. All has to go. Yeah, she said bomb. They 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 were like, so what should, what we, should do? we do? She said bomb. Bomb. That's the only thing Everything. you can do. Just bomb. And also, can can you take my home? Take can you take me home so I can say goodbye to our family? Oh my god. Oh, oh. Oh, that 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 cold open alone. If there was some kind of like award for cold opens, <laughs> whoo! This is such a good show, bro. This is such a good show. Yeah, it's very well done, very well thought out. I mean, I think I think Naughty Dog probably did a good majority of research. That they they could have just handed over to the showrunner and the writers, but Jesus. They they really expounded upon so much. Because <laughs> think about it, how many shows are apocalypse shows, like even for The Walking Dead, if, Dead for example. Which, when did you ever see anyone, uh, the, uh, an episode from the perspective of somebody who was in science or in biology and before the shit really went south? When did you ever see that in The Walking Dead? You hardly, you didn't. It was always after the fact. Yeah, it was. It was after the closest was that um, that early season one episode when they went to the CDC. But like you said, that was after the fact. So you know. And so I think it's very smart to show or to 
guesstimate how actual governments would react, what they would do, who they would try and seek out when they when they see the the signs or they 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 get warnings like governments are going to go to their health officials they're going to go to scientists and doctors who have dedicated their life to this shit and i think like and i agree i 100% agree with you the cold opening was phenomenal it really sent chills up my spine because we just came through a pandemic and i think in this episode they the guy uh the general or whatever he has is there a, a vaccine? Can we make a vaccine? They were so yeah. quick to, to make a vaccine. She said, there is no vaccine for this. She, there is nothing said, you can do. She said, hey, ain't no vaccine for this, bro. <laughs> Sorry. We are ain't fucked. No we're fucked. You, you, gonna have, you just bomb it, bro. That's all you can do. I mean, I don't know what... I already told you, ain't no vaccine, ain't no cure, nothing. Um, But yeah, um, you know, episode two felt so far the most like the game. It all episode two uh, was very much like that early. It was very much a scavenger hunt. Yeah, yeah, that that level in um the first game where you're going through like the museum and our first introduction to the clickers, the clickers, the clickers, Ooh. bro. It's like you know how in 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 Space Jam, right? Like they'll they'll take a cartoon and then it'll come into real life and then it's like it's in real life. The clicker is almost yeah. like they took the clicker out the damn game and then plopped that shit in real life. Like it's it's a one to one translation. It looked exactly like the game. Well, when you do something so perfectly, why change it up? Exactly, exactly. It it looks amazing. They they you know it's the it's actually the voices it's actually the same voice actors for the clickers that they used in the game. Voice actors, what? Well, I mean, they, well, you know, they're they're voice actors, but they, I guess they make the noise. It's like, it's like two people. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't use like sound. It's it's like someone's actual voice they use to make the the clicking noises. But yeah, those clickers, man. Oh man. I almost wish I didn't play the game so I could like get the the reaction to the clickers for the first time. But I am very curious how people who didn't play the game, how they reacted to the, like the clickers in the show. Cause there's, they're so gross. And like creepy, but the funny thing is, I've actually heard and seen some people describe them as like beautiful, almost in a way. And they kind of are because they're they they're very floral in nature. I mean, although they are like mushroom based, they're they're also floral. And although they are monsters, there's a bit of of beauty in in a monster. And yeah, I think I think they're I think that you could interpret them that way, if if that's how you chose to look at the glass half full. But can we just I mean, say how genius it is that they decided to say that when one clicker dies, there's a network of clickers um, like a block away that, that can feel when one has been killed? Yeah, another major departure from the game. And uh, they they explained that change in another one of those after show segments. Um, so, you know how in the game, you know, there's certain levels where there's like spores, right? Right. Yeah, and you if you inhale the spores, you become uh one of the cordyceps, not a clicker or a runner or whatever. Uh, so they're like, well, we that doesn't really translate well to the show because realistically, you can get away with it in a video game, but realistically, if there was like spores all over the place, 
it wouldn't be confined to one area. It'd be all up in the air everywhere. So they're like, all right, so how can we t- how can we like change that and tweak it to to make it translate to like an actual TV show? And they're like, all right, you know, fungi are connected and roots. And honestly, the the opening to the to the show is almost like a foreshadowing of that explanation. Yeah, it explains it. It really does. Because it's like all the cordyceps are connected, and like you know, you 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 step on one root, you'll you might wake up a whole bunch a couple miles down the road. Now they're they know where you are. They're all chasing your ass, and That's they come and for your ass. I really like the way they did that, man. Um, but yeah, uh, and again, it, it was it was it was it was an exact translation of the game as far as that level. Um, I like how they're pacing them out. You know, it's like oh, this section and then this section we'll use for the episode, and this section we'll use for the episode. I like the way they're plotting out because it's either an eight episode or ten episode. I'm fairly certain it's ten episode season. So from my understanding, at least this has been like the 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 word on the street is that the first season is going to cover the whole first game. And then um, the season two and season three, season two is going to cover the events of part two from Ellie's perspective. And then season three is going to cover those same events from a different character's perspective. At least that's my understanding. I'm, I'm not going to say what character, cause that could sort of be kind of a spoiler, but yeah. Oh, by the way, we're both wrong. What do you it, mean? It'll run for nine episodes. Oh, nine episodes. Okay, cool. Okay. Random yeah. ass number, but whatever. That's a, that's that's. I mean, you know, that's a good amount. You don't want to stretch things out too much, or you might wind up like other <clears throat> zombie shows. But yeah, you know, yeah. So if that's the plan, then I like how they're you know pacing things out. Um, right. Yeah. Um. Overall. Um. I don't know. I don't have too much. Too much else to say. I mean, the even oh, the the little tendril thing at the end. So another deviation from the game. I don't know if you like this deviation or whatever. I'm 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 okay with it. It is what it is. So instead of having Fedra come in, you know, and like take out um, Tess, who unfortunately got bit. It was, it was, you know, they stepped on a little... Spoiler thing. alert! We, I mean... I mean... We didn't we didn't it. say any spoiler alert, I feel like it's obvious. Spoiler alert! Right. Yeah, Is it? Sure. Fine. Fine. Spoiler alert. Yes, it's not on the poster, but still. 
Yeah, I, I like how it was cordyceps because they were again they explained it. They were like, well, again, it works in the game, but in the show where we're trying to make it more realistic, a little bit more realistic, it's they were like, it'd be kind of weird for them to be to be able to escape Fedra again. So they changed it to cordyceps, and I, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and but I, I don't know. One thing that was kind of confusing. So like why i mean i understand tess knew she was already gone but like why did she just stand there and like let the the cordyceps zombie uh kind of i don't want to say make out with her but like stuck that's what the fuck happened well yeah i mean pretty much but stuck stuck his tendrils doll in her mouth it was yeah um at why like do you have an idea why because i'm not entirely sure why that why that why she did that i think she did it simply to give joel and ellie time also to give herself time to light the flame because she knows but, that but it was but she one... know she, she she knew that if she ran because the the what is it the runners the walkers they're not walkers the runners uh, aren't fully clickers runners. yet so they still have vision, unlike the full clickers. Clickers use sound where the runners can they still have sight. So if, if she did run, she wouldn't have been able to set off the bomb or the, the, the spark that would have you know, that would have hit all the grenades and stuff. I mean, yeah, she probably could have just walked back slowly still, and it wouldn't have been as intimidating, and she probably could have gotten away with it. But you know they wanted to make it weird, which is okay, I guess. Yeah, I mean I don't have a problem with it. I just I, thought, I just thought it was weird as hell. Yeah, it was definitely weird as fuck to see like those tendrils coming out of that guy's mouth, and she just opened her mouth to it. Like she didn't even like try to push it away. She didn't keep her mouth closed. Yeah, it was it was it was it was, it was pretty gross. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I I. I personally would be like, uh, you know, it's like evolved halitosis or something, but you know, I that's just me. <laughs> uh but yeah, man. Um uh do you have like a favorite performance at all? Ooh. Uh my favorite performance is that neither of these two episodes, but I'll say so far, I think Bella Ramsey, um as Ellie has really, really proven to me that she can play Ellie. Like, like you, I was very apprehensive just because the look, she just has a different look than the Ellie in the game. And so, yeah, that's what it like, is. Well, it doesn't help that Ellie basically looks like, um, uh, I don't want to say what, what, what is his name? His no, that's what I said. His um, oh, 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 uh, Ellie, uh, oh, uh, something page. Ellie, is it uh, Elliot? Elliot, Elliot Page. Elliot Page, yeah. The thing is, um, they clearly based Ellie's look off of Elliot Page. So they it's sure like, did. you know, Hence she looks like she, she literally looks Ellie. like someone. Yeah. Ellie. So that's Wynch, part of it. You know. You right. know, so so that's part of it. After you're seeing the performance, performance matched. Like, the performance I about matched up. You Ellie. Right. Don't like you're clearly Ellie. Um yeah, personally, you, you my- be you. 
my uh my favorite performance was the dog in the first episode. That dog was the best actor in the whole damn show. That dog <laughs> was the blackest actor on this show so far. He got the, the fuck. The, he knew the what scene, was up. The scene first there was the scene with the grandma where the dog is just looking at the grandma like, uh, so, something's up with you. What, what what's going on? Hey, y'all y'all don't see this? Y'all y'all don't see what's going on? Something weird's going on going on with her. And then um the, and then later when uh Sarah was trying to bring the dog, the dog to the house, back. I, was, I don't want to go in there. What, what are you doing? Hey, no. Nah. The dog ran, and we never saw that dog again. Smartest dog in the damn show. Dogs are loyal, but if you're if you're the master and you dead, they there's no loyalty besides to survival. Yeah, that, that, that's facts. I don't blame that dog for running either. Um, I don't know. It feels kind of weird to rate episodes but i mean i you know i'm for me personally both of them are, are five out of five you know but i it just, it just feels weird to me to rate it without the season being over but just for the sake of the episode i guess i'll five out of five for both of them um what would you say your rating is uh i would say five out of five for both and it's even a better treat because episode one is like a mini movie it's a little less than 90 minutes but like you don't want it to end, you really don't. It's it the the Last of Us is appointment television. This is water cooler. It's H HBO owns Sundays right now. Oh, they've owned it for years. They've owned it with Game of Thrones. They they owned it with this. I mean, Sundays is HBO day. I mean, outside of the Super Bowl. Oh wait, did you did you say your rating? Yeah, I said five out of five for both. Oh, okay. All right. Um, yeah, so uh, I think that's pretty much it for this episode. Um, as always, you can follow us on all platforms, Twitter, Instagram, etc. From words. Spelled how it sounds. Um, you can listen to us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc., 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 uh, wherever you can listen to podcasts, that's where we'll be at. And uh, that's it for me. And something that's it for you, too. That's it for me. All right, we're out. Peace.